Next on BYU Sports Nation, here we go again. Another prominent media member likens BYU to a P5. Where do you stand on the current trend? Jamming with Juddy returns and a Louisville slugger. Honored BYU pitcher after 141 pitches? Elite! And how about some metaphor fun? Which soda BYU football represents in the college football landscape? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Tuesday, BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. April 7th, wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us on the 422nd edition of BYU Sports Nation. Love you. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the Fast and the Furious Stunt Coordinator, Jerem Jordan. After that last movie, which some of us saw on Friday. Fun movie, by the way. Not everyone's into that, but it was fun. Did you almost cry? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Paul, wow. About Paul Walker. <laughs> what? Yeah. I know. That's, yeah, that's the, such a weird, oh, it's such a weird, sad thing. Why are we talking? I don't know. Let's celebrate what he did in seven Fast and the Furious movies. Seven. There's a little montage at the end. It just it was getting to me. I had to hold back. I honestly had to hold back tears. I was very surprised by that. I was very surprised by that. I love how emotional you are. Really, I, that's a good characteristic to have. It is to be to be. I think. Thank that, you. I think it. I think it is. Okay. Thank you. My wife wishes that I would cry more. That's a true story. She thinks I have no emotions sometimes. Oh wow, TMI, man. <laughs> 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 marriage counseling on BYU Sports Hey, Ben, Nation. let us know when we start the show, man. It was a fun little warm-up. All right, here we go. Hey, so uh, I got called out this morning on the Twitter machine. That happens often. This one from at DeYoung1993. What would you do now? I just listened to the Saturday show. What took you so long, DeYoung1993? No, we're just happy you listened. Yeah, we're glad you listened. Come on. Did Spencer underscore Linton learn his delay tactics from Brian Logan? Mm, <laughs> interesting. 4940! Woo! When's this okay. happening? It's going down this week. That's I'm, what you said I'm not, last I'm week. I'm not avoiding anything. We just need to get cameras in the right place. The cameras couldn't be there last week. So we've got to get them in the, the right art place. facility. How do we not get cameras in the right place? Well, we wanted Let's to go. do it in, in accordance we with BYU Spring Football. We got a camera in the control Spring room, football. for goodness we sake. We wanted to do it in accordance with BYU Spring Football. Okay. Didn't work out that way. So we're trying. So when are we doing it? This week? This week. Okay. It's happening. Let's do it. Four, Captain 49 Elite 40. <laughs> Oh, how you will eat crow when I run a 4940. Who's actually eating crow, by the way? Are there people that eat crow? Like, Don't know. Where did that come from? Now, somebody, like some now gourmet, somebody's looking that up. Like some gourmet crow, please. <laughs> the conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Tell us what you think today. Members, welcome. Why or why don't you consider BYU a Power 5 program? Now, don't stop that again. Yeah. Thank you, Jungle Book. At the Sports Kid Five, there were four. There were four different Sports Kids, so we had to go to the Sports Kid Five because each year we have that one large game that everyone watches and says, "Watch out, this team's good." Hashtag Texas. Okay, that's that's a nice win. Does that make BYU a P five program, a P five equivalent, a something else? I don't know. Weigh in, like what are at they? The Sports Kid Five. Use the hashtag BYUSN. It's an interesting question. Where does BYU fit, given what's happened recently, nationally related to BYU, yet BYU not actually in a Power 5 conference? So what are they? What I, are I the like Cougars? the tweet that we sent out. 
uh, a few minutes ago. It was, uh, you know, Derek Zoolander. Who am I? That's what BYU is asking. That's what we're asking you to ask yourself about BYU today. Hashtag Blue Steel. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else is going on today? Colton Mahoney named the West Coast Conference Pitcher of the Week for oh, BYU yeah. and a Louisville Slugger National Player of the Week. Eight innings, two earned runs, 15 strikeouts in a win over Portland last week. And he threw the ball a lot. Which brings us to the set of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 141. The dude threw 141 pitches last Thursday. Isn't that amazing? So he gets a National Player of the Year, of the Year, of the Week honor, and WCC Player of the Week. Congratulations to Colton Mahoney, who's a dude that's going to be playing pro ball next year. It was revealed that Colton has a titanium arm shortly (laughs) after the game. Which is illegal, and he's, no. He's he's fantastic, and uh, I assume I'm going to get to start Thursday at LMU. He has adamantium at the core of his bone. (laughs) By the way, BYU Baseball playing tonight. Uh, on this very station, BYU TV, BYU Radio, at 8 Eastern time. Spencer Linton on the call in the University Parkway Collision. Nice. Yeah, I like yours better than the Provorum Clash. <laughs> yours is way better. <laughs> Softball, Sidney Broderick, the West Coast Conference Player of the Week for a third straight week. BYU at Utah Valley tonight. So the Cougars taking on the Wolverines in Orem while the baseballers do it here in Provo. And BYU softball got worked by UVU, Utah Valley, the last they time they no played. Hit. They got no hit. So there's revenge tonight in Orem. Yes. How about that BYU volleyball team, Jerem? Explain that to me. Still ranked sixth in the ABCA poll despite not playing. Uh, and so BYU got to sixth, lost two, stayed sixth, had a bye, stayed sixth. BYU's lower in the MPSF than they are in the national rankings. I don't understand that. At Northridge this weekend. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. BYU football, like unto a Power 5 team. Andy Katz of ESPN has joined a growing trend in recognizing BYU as a P5 equivalent. He sent out this tweet recently at ESPN Andy Katz. Quote, also, let's get rid of the lazy crutch of calling all schools below Power 5 mid-major. Gonzaga, BYU, Wichita State are not mid-major. End quote. Andy Katz is obviously a basketball guy. But it got me thinking, if BYU is not a mid-major and not a G5, what is BYU? Specifically in the context of college football. Who am I? What is BYU? How would you define the Cougars' status? ESPN's Brett McMurphy tried to define BYU on that P5 level on this show. It's the best situation for BYU other than getting in a Power 5 conference. Uh, this is the best best deal for them. Jerem, what do you think about the trend? It's, it's nice. You want BYU to be involved in these kind of conversations. And I've said this before. BYU sports has a love language, uh, probably multiple. One of them is words of affirmation. So when national people say nice things about BYU and how respectable the program is, it's good. And it's, it means something in that if BYU can get better games and be ranked higher because of these kind of things, seeded higher, uh, mentioned in national awards, this is all good. And it all plays into your program. It plays into recruiting. But at the end of the day, the hope is that BYU gets invited to a Power 5 conference. Uh, so I, li- I like it. I don't want it to be the end game that people are saying nice things. In the end, you want to get married to a P5 conference, not just hear other people talking about you potentially dating. BYU is gaining more favor with the in crowd. 
Brett McMurphy gave his stamp of approval to a degree. Kirk Herbstreit called out the SEC when they excluded BYU. He said it was ridiculous. Well, now they're including BYU in that non-P5, or sorry, the P5 scheduling requirement in non-conference play. So the SEC, the ACC there, CBS Sports recently includes Bronco Mendenhall in their P5 coach rankings, saying that Bronco is the 28th best P5 coach in America. They're in that list. Is that elite? 28th? 20, 28th? In P5? Out of 6'6"? Yeah, see? The answer's no. No. Yeah, it's, that, is, that is not elite. He's a very good coach. Mitch Matthews, elite. <laughs> we'll continue that I'm conversation later. That <laughs> okay, so we look at... Power five. What makes a power five team? What what kind of things are there? And we made a list of how BYU is like unto a power five team, and it starts with scheduling. Yeah, BYU's scheduled up. Tom Homeless decided, we're not Boise State. We're actually going to play a bunch of hard games in the regular season. Uh, so that's the challenge that BYU meets now. Can BYU win like Boise State with the schedule? That's going to be pretty tough. But it's going to be a fun season in that, hey, there are relevant games. You remember the first couple years of Independence? The complaint was they're not, there's not good enough games. Well, now there's great games, uh, albeit no P5s at home this year, but Mississippi State and UCLA come to Provo next year. You play in NFL stadiums in the future, a bunch of them. I want to say five. The schedules go up. So that's the thing to me that sticks the most about is BYU a Power 5 equivalent in scheduling? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, let's go fast, go hard here, Jerem. What about respect Always. and recognition nationwide? Is BYU a Power 5 that way? Yes, I want to tell a story. There were a couple of years ago, before BYU went independent, ESPN had a meeting with college football uh, players with their programming and said, who are the five teams that we care about the most in college football? Listen up, people. And BYU was on that list. They're, before, BYU was circled. Before they signed a contract with the Cougars to have uh, a TV deal. The, uh, Athlon Sports, was it last year, two years ago, said that the BYU logo, the Stretch Y, was one of the most recognizable logos in America. It was top ten or something. BYU has a specific brand. We know that the fan base is very unique uh, in that they're all over the country. Does BYU travel well? Not really. They just live there and show up within a couple hours, right? Some people travel. Uh, but BYU has a unique situation where they are a national brand, and they are P5-like. They have a bigger national brand than a lot of P5s. Indiana football? Give me a break, man. Washington State, uh, Iowa State, Northwestern. Just, just keep going. The Vanderbilt, I know they're in the SEC. Vanderbilt and Kentucky football, I don't know, man. You, BYU has a good foothold in terms of brand nationally. Okay, so scheduling there, recognition there, brand and tradition. They've won a national championship. How many schools have won a national championship? The list, not as long as you think it is. In the last 30 years. Look at that list. BYU is BYU has not won a national championship in the last thirty years. Oh, sorry, in the last thirty-two years. <laughs> thirty-one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The fan, it's been thirty-one years. The fan base, nation and worldwide. Okay, five. They're one of five teams that ESPN cares most about before they went independent and signed a contract with ESPN. Facilities are good enough to be on par with other P five programs. That is fact. Look around. Okay, BYU has better facilities than a number of P5 programs. Can they be better? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, you can if, always improve. If, if BYU was in a Power 5 and had 20-plus mil every year coming in, they would upgrade the facilities a lot quicker than they do. But as we learned from the basketball facilities, it takes gathering all that money beforehand to get that done. That is a great financial model. It really is. Um, but, yeah, the, the facilities are good enough. They're good enough. Words of affirmation are awesome. 
And you mentioned that. Love language for BYU fans and athletes and coaches. Okay, those are great. But what about where BYU is lacking in terms of P5 status? That starts with cha-ching, the money. Okay, and the money goes to do things like support staff. You need better recruiting? Have more people to go out recruiting. BYU has a three-man recruiting office. Okay. More money to go travel wherever you want, whenever you want. To ID talent. Academics. Helping out with students to help them get through their school programs. Okay. Student staffing to help along in 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 terms of uh, educating the athletes the the proper way. If there are more bodies, it's going to work better. And then the things that Tom Homo talked about a couple months ago when it comes to competing with Power 5 schools and the trends now in terms of do we have money to help the athletes within the rules of meals, of staffing, of all of these different things to help provide an experience where, yes, I want to go to BYU because the facility is great, they support the athletes, and oh, yeah, we win and we're on TV and all that. I mean, BYU, check, check, check on that stuff. Uh, but it's the other things that would help in recruiting. Yet BYU is unique. They're going to get a certain kind of player. Can BYU get back to the stage where they're getting the elite LDS athletes all the time and elite guys that want to uh, obey the honor code? They're getting some of them. How much would money help with that? It would help. I don't know if it would help as much as we think. Yeah, how much? But it, would, it always helps. I would, I would love to be Scrooge McDuck swimming in all of this and going, this does not help. This does not help. Of course it would help. The bowl game access is the other major component of this. Mm-hmm. P5 status lacking for BYU is outside. I mean, BYU doesn't have tie-ins like conferences do. That is a fact. That is the reality. It's year to year. Okay, and they're not big money bowl games. They have an outside shot of getting into a New Year's Six game, but they're competing for at-larges with other really good with Power football five teams. programs. Yeah, with Power 5 teams. You, BYU has to out-large, say, LSU and a South Carolina and a USC or whoever, Oregon or whatever. If they don't get into the playoff, you have to, at, you have to be an at-large over one of those teams. Not a group of five Boise State situation. The best of those teams is going to go. BYU doesn't have that kind of access. Yet, if you're not in the New Year's Six what kind of pecking order is there with bowl games? Yeah, how much does that really matter outside of being in a New Year's Six Not a game? ton. You'd get, you'd get more money, maybe two or three times more. Instead of a, a mil five, you'd get three. I don't, I don't know. It's not that much of a difference to make a difference in my mind. So the bowl game access is always on top of mind. Now, I'm going to ask something to you, BYU Sports Nation. What if BYU obtained an agreement like Notre Dame with a Power 5 conference, whether it was the Pac-12 or the Big 12, where they have five games a year and they gain some access, not all of it, but just to a degree, access to that conference's bowl games, but yet they are not included in that money. I mean, I, is, is, that the, I would, is that the next step? Is that the next sure. step? Yeah, I would love increased access. Uh, the, the, the buzzwords for Tom Homo uh, in Independence were access and exposure, and I would have money. That come that come with that better bowl game access some kind of smaller uh, access to the New Year's Six via and Notre Dame's is great BYU doesn't deserve Notre Dame's but something else like that say hey if you finish in the top twelve yeah you'll make a New Year's Six something like that would be nice that would be awesome is it safe to say BYU is in a conference and class of its own probably what are they I say they're an independent I mean they've chosen to be this. 
uh, we're outside the norm kind of entity, and it's a challenge at times. Yet BYU can do things differently, like schedule up, which are fun and advantageous, and hopefully yield something special for BYU in the future, where if they have a, a nice season where they rack up 11-ish wins, that a committee says, you know what, they played a tough enough schedule to maybe deserve an at-large. That's the hope with that schedule. Independent BYU opens their season against a P5 team on September 5th. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 151. And it's 150 until the first college football game of the season. It was five months to the on day a on April 5th. So it's we're one day closer. I why mean, or why not? You have to go to November. <laughs> That's how far it's been. And then it's going to be. Why or why not do you consider BYU a P5 program to the Twitter machine? Tweet, tweet. At Cougar underscore Nate. No, not a P5. Great that the ACC, SEC count us as a P5, but BYU has less access to the New Year's Six Bowls than G5s do. That has to change. That would be nice. That would be nice. I'd rather See, be for me, B- that's the next step. Yes. Greater bowl access. Yes, there are pros and cons to what BYU is doing as an independent, and you, we could debate this all day. BYU is in no way, shape, or form a P5 because they're not in a Power 5 conference. Are they a P5 equivalent is kind of what we're getting at, right? At Family Budge, P5 caliber, yes. But as a fan outside of Utah, Dallas-Fort Worth, I love independence and the deal with ESPN. Don't think I'm alone. We travel well, meaning we show up well wherever they go. There are those that travel. That's a good point. It has its major advantages. Is Jeff Judkins the next BYU punter for the football team? Probably not, but we'll ask him anyway. Jana with Juddy next. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. You can follow us on the Twitter machine at BYU Sports Nation. As always, join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Hey, coming up tonight, 8 Eastern Time, BYU versus Utah Valley in the University Parkway Collision. I'm just going to keep saying that till someone actually is there. 8 Eastern Time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Spencer Linton promises to make this one of the best play-by-play experiences he's ever had for you. Wow. Did I say that? No, I did. For you. <laughs> of course. That's every game, right? Yeah, you treat it like Super Bowl every game. We've Try never to. broadcast the Super Bowl, though. Why or why not do you consider BYU a P5 program? This is an intriguing question based on a trend that we are seeing lately of conferences and major media personalities calling BYU a P5 or showing them in P5 lists. So why or why not do you consider that equivalent? Right, I'm, I'm kind of tricky. I'm kind of equivalent. Specific. BYU is not a P five. Let's not they're not in a here. Power Five conference. They're not a Power Five. Are they like a P five? Are they Power Five equivalent? Do they fill that quota? Yes, SCCAC. Right. At Kali underscore one seventy one. Why wouldn't they be? Have one of the top athletics programs in the country as a whole? Everyone says we are too. Well, that's the thing. Everyone what? doesn't say we are. Correct. A lot of people like are starting a, to say like that BYU five. is like a P5. And what does that actually mean if you're not in one? I mean, it's nice. It's like, hey, th- hey, thanks. You know, unless I like actually get money from that or access. I'm not sure exactly what that means. Let's bring in Jeff Judkins, women's basketball coach of BYU, to discuss the P5 topic. But first, of, but first and foremost, Coach, I think that the missing ingredient for BYU to get an invitation to a P5 conference is a bowl from Spain. Uh, a toy that we I know, can I put forgot. on our set. God, I, I know. I, I got to write this down. <laughs> Where is uh, it? It's in my it's in my kitchen getting fixed. I, I need, need to glue it. 
a little more, and I didn't do it. That's why I didn't bring it. What think... was more of a project, um, finding this bull and trying to fix it or replacing Ashley Garfield when she got hurt? <laughs> I think the bull's the bull been, <laughs> bull been harder to replace. I at least knew what I was doing with the other the other players coming. We're saving a spot on the desk for I know. It. How I big know. is it, first of all? It's about the size of this. Oh, okay. So it's not like it's going to take up the whole, you know, the whole like room. Like a mini basketball. Yeah. <laughs> I will hey, I will bring it. I'll get it tomorrow and bring it to you. Drop it off we to you. I want you to bring it when you're on the show. I was going to do it, but it wasn't fixed right. So I wanted You're a man of precision. precision. You're a we man of precision. Right. We want it right. I, mean, I want to try to make it look good for you since I dropped it. <laughs> now, <laughs> now the second most important question, which is our Twitter question. Why or why not do you consider BYU a P5 program? Well, I think why we think it's that is because we've had some awesome football teams over the years. There's not a probably a most a more beautiful place or exciting place to play than Coach Edwards Stadium, sixty-five thousand. So we're as nice as anybody. We uh, have had players that have gone to the NFL quite a few players that have done very well, Steve Young in mind. Um, we've had great coaches for all these years, so I think we, fit, we feel that we deserve to be there with everybody else. And we're finding out real quickly that it's not what's always fair. It's what happens. And I think the way BYU is doing it is trying to schedule good, tough games, and hopefully winning those games will make a big difference. If you win those games – and then that's going to make it. That's going to show that hey, we deserve to be there. In women's basketball, as the head coach, where do you feel or see the P, uh, Power Five, non-Power Five difference the most? NCAA tournament, how you get seated. I mean, it's it's sad for me as a coach. I look at it and I go, it's really sad that four number ones in the women's got to the finals. That means that their prediction was correct. And uh, they did it right, and so it worked that way. But people don't realize um, the number one seeded teams, and I'm, I'm not using it as a credit, they, they do get some, some breaks. They play two teams to get to Sweet 16 that aren't as difficult. In the women's game, they play at home, so they don't have to travel. And um, that, that gives them a big advantage. But we want to get it worse better where we get some, you know, we get the men had three. This year, that's not that's not good either. You know, the men had three number one teams in the finals, and and Michigan State, of course, was the only one that really has done anything. And they have probably one of the greatest coaches of all time, and that's part of it. And they are a very tough team. Their school is is, is basketball known with Magic Johnson and many other great players that have played there. Jeff Judkins with us on <clears throat> on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, when you look at BYU and getting players to the next level, specifically on your team, Morgan Bailey just recently performed at a pro combine. Correct. And that helps tradition, that helps recruiting to say, hey, we've got Jen Hampson in the WNBA, and now Morgan Bailey's doing this. What are Morgan's chances of being drafted, in your opinion? Well, I know the combine, and you know, I had one of my assistant coaches go, Dan Nielsen went, just to support her and watch her, and he said, because I know I'm prejudiced, you know, a little bit with Morgan. I've coached her and know her, but he said I thought she was the best big at that camp. Wow. Uh, I had a lot of uh, agents get a hold of me, and they really want to represent her because of what she what, what she did. Um, you know, I think Morgan has a good shot. I think she's, she, 
She can score the ball inside. She's got a good outside shot. She's a great passer. She's a very, very, her rebounding has gotten a lot better. That was her biggest knock was her rebounding, but she did a really good job this year for us. So I, whoever drafts her is going to have it. She's going to have a good shot of making it, I, I think. I think she's going to come out and show what, what she, you know, what she can do. And um, I think she proved that a little bit last year going against Stewart and doing a good job against her. And so hopefully she'll get an opportunity. I know Jen's excited to go to the Spark. She's been working out, trying to do the things, and hopefully she will have a really good season this year and, 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 and make an impact, you know, with with them. Let's talk about the uh, men's basketball championship game that was last night, Duke and uh, Wisconsin. What do you think of Duke's performance to win the championship? You know, I think Duke is, is a very well-coached team, and they have a lot of <laughs> good players. I mean, they have three guys in that team that will play in the next level. And all freshmen scored the second half. Yeah, yeah you know, everybody's talking about how great Kentucky's freshmen have been. You know, Duke signed the number one player. Okafor? Yeah, and I think they signed, if they didn't sign the best guard that came out, he's dang close in Jones. Tyus Jones. So, um, you know, it, it's great to see them do that, um, to be able to see freshmen come in and, and play as well as they did. But I think uh, Coach Royce said it right. There was a lot of players that were key that didn't maybe score the points, that, that, that did a lot of great things defensively for them. Um, this is what I feel, and maybe I'm way way off it because I've been there with with Utah when we beat North Carolina. If we would have had one more day to rest and prepare, I think we would have beat Kentucky. And I really believe this. I believe if Wisconsin would have had one more day, I think they would have won the game. They were tired, and you could tell the last seven eight minutes of the game. You could tell they were tired, and that's part of it. But you know. We wait this long for the championship. Why don't we go Friday, Friday, Monday? You know, let them play Friday and give them two days to prepare and and do that, and then then see what happens. But it was a great game. Um, sad to see somebody lose. There was a couple of crucial calls. I thought one was a charge that they didn't call. It was a big play six minutes ago that would have really hurt Duke. Um, and uh, but it was a great game. I think both teams played very well and. Um, you know, it's sad that somebody has to lose. In this day and age, the one-and-done scenario is becoming very common at the men's collegiate level. John Calipari has kind of taken that yeah. on, and, and he's won and succeeded that way. And now Mike Krzyzewski has kind of increased his recruiting to now include that, and it paid off big for him last night. How do you view the one-and-done mentality in college hoops. Do you like it? Do you want to see it change? What would you change if you were, if, if you were in charge of, of something along those lines? Well, I think I would like it if I see more teams that have taken advantage of it, like Kentucky and Duke. Um, I think if they continue to keep it this way, you will see more teams. I heard uh, Coach K today on the radio saying that we had to change our recruiting for this and he's he's done a great job of doing that and I think if it's going to continue you're going to see more teams um, that will do that they'll they'll recruit more for that and then just to let somebody else do it personally for me it's a really hard call um, I'd like to see them stay for two years and and build that team unity and all those things that college sports is all about but I also understand that when you are 
a top player and there's that carrot there to play in the NBA and to make that money because you never know what's going to happen. I, I saw a thing on HBO the other day about how many athletes get hurt and where they where are they, and the, they're suffering a lot of them with either concussions or knee injuries or back injuries, and they can't work and and what happens and. So I, I I would like to see it where when a kid gets an opportunity to make some money that he that he could do that. People don't realize it's not the kid; it's the family is probably needs that more than anything else. The NCAA's done a great job of trying to balance that out a little bit better with trying to help these these athletes better with with medical care. With but the other thing is is let's face it. I mean, we're getting a great education these athletes. I mean. Forty to fifty thousand dollar a year education for them. That's a pretty big. That's pretty. That gives you a good start in life to be able to get get your degree. So, I don't know. I, I my probably the answer to the question. I'd probably like to see him go two years instead of one year. But um, you know. But I think right now they're just going to do whatever's best for the kid. Yeah, it, it's fun to watch the tournament and you get to know some of these teams. But then the guys leave. So then next year I'll go. Wait, I, I'm who, not sure who, who's who on Duke. Guy? I'm not yeah. sure who's on Kentucky. I would love the continuity of, hey, Wisconsin, we kind of got to know uh, a little bit. Wichita State, we got yeah. to know those guys. And then come March, you have a, a more of an interest there. So it's tough that way. We tease going to break uh, about you being the BYU punter. You, you do not have a year of eligibility from your days at Utah to, to <laughs> punt the football, correct? Uh, I played football at high school. I was a, I punted, but there was the you punted in high yeah, school. Yeah, but there was another player that was a lot better than me, and he ended up going to Weber State and kicking. But uh, yeah, I, I punted. I I entered that pass and punt when I was a kid, and I won it. So you know, maybe if they really need somebody, so technically maybe you're a possibility. I'm a possibility. Have you, like... have you been um, approached by Kelly Papinga? I have not. Okay. But maybe after this show, he will get a hold of me. We're just, we're just checking our sources. We do have Johnny Linehan on the show tomorrow, and we will ask him. Johnny Rugby. The same question. He's a, he's a kicking specialist from the BYU rugby team. and he, has, he, might, he might be the one. He has alluded to some things. We don't know. He says he can't confirm or deny it at this point. But we will, we we will want a him. confirmation or a deny. Yes. Tomorrow. We want you to push him, though. Okay, Give him I'll, a run I'll, for his money. I will push him. I will try to push him. I'll go there and try to see if I can do it. But. Now, that, uh, now that football and hoops you know, are over, the dust has settled on those, there are other sports still going at BYU. What's the one you pay attention to the most right now? Uh, baseball. I, was, I love baseball. And so um, uh, I love to watch that. Of course, track and field. I have a son-in-law that was a pole vaulter here at, here at BYU. I know they got to get a really good meet end of the month. And he's even coming down and, and going to enter it and try to do it. Um, you know, volleyball, I see a little bit of volleyball. The men, of course, it's an exciting time for them to hopefully get to the national championship. And they've had some key injuries, but Chris does a great job, and I'm sure he'll get them going. And, uh, you know, golf, you know, hey, it's the Masters this weekend. That's right. It's it's a, That's one event I want to go to someday in my life is to go to the Masters. So, it's uh, sports just continue going on, and I guess the NFL draft's coming, and hopefully we'll see some BYU players get drafted this year and, and have a chance for the, for the NFL. I can't believe I almost forgot to ask you about this. I thought of it, too. Dancing on the front row <laughs> at the Wild yeah. Awards. Hey, I, I heard about that. I went in to dance the other day, and a good, a good fan that's watching the show, Vic, he said, hey, you're a pretty good dancer. And I'm going, 
Hey, you're kidding. They showed that, and they said they did. So, But, hey, you guys did a great job. That was a lot of fun. I think you, uh, you did an awesome job of really setting the tone for that event. And that event's becoming more and more popular. I know my players look forward to it. I was, we were fortunate to have a couple young ladies win some awards, but uh, you guys did a great job, really. We'll Thanks. tweet out the vine of the front row, including Jeff Judkins again. <laughs> On the there was, there was, there was, there was a good job, good effort on that. Quite a, you quite embraced a it. I loved it. I loved it. I love to have fun in life. It's too short, isn't it? So I'm not that great a dancer, but at least I try. Oh, that was outstanding. All right, Coach, great to talk to Thanks. you again. Thanks, you guys. Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, why BYU? Well, actually, I'm not going to say this. Which soda is BYU. In, in the, the college football landscape? In the college football landscape. We've thought about this. We have a soda metaphor unlike any other. This is BYU Sports Nation. Caffeine? No caffeine? BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan broadcasting in Radio Vision. Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download our show podcast on iTunes. It's really convenient. A lot of people like it, I have heard. You can also get it at BYUSportsNation.com. Holler at you. Hey, you can get some BYU Sports Nation swag at TheBYUStore.com. TheBYUStore.com. You search for Blue Goggles, I believe, or the BYU, or just search BYU Sports Nation. You can get goggles and a T-shirt. Check it out on TheBYUStore.com. Join the growing trend. Join the nation. Like the BYUS a P5 nation. blue goggle wearer. Yes. <laughs> Whatever that means. I, yeah, BYU. Oh, power five. Yeah. Oh. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Jeff Goodman of ESPN has BYU a nine seed in next year's NCAA tournament bracket projection. It's that time. The way too early. <laughs> and then you can do whatever you want as long as you say the way too early. Yeah, the way-too-early brackets for 2016. Way-too-early top 10 punters in BYU's 2015 football schedule, number 10. About BYU, Jeff Goodman says this, and we're talking basketball specifically. Dave Rose will have to find a way to replace Tyler Haas scoring, but he brings back Kyle Collinsworth as well as Chase Fisher and Corbin Kafusi. Jeff Goodman saw these guys up close and personal at the West Coast Conference Tournament, so he's high on the Cougars. He likes the way that they play. He has them as a nine seed, a single-digit seed, which would be an improvement. But, boy, I'd, I'd love to be like a six or a seven. I'd oh. love to be a seven because sometimes ah. sevens go to the Final Four in back-to-back years, a la Michigan Spencer. State and Kentucky. Yeah. Hashtag defense. Yeah. So how about yes. that? Okay, yes. Colton Mahoney named the West Coast Conference Pitcher of the Week and a Louisville Slugger National Player of the Week. Awesome. Eight innings pitched. Two earned runs, 15 strikeouts, 141 pitches. On Thursday against Portlandia. Hashtag adamantium arm. (laughs) We just tweeted out the uh, Coach Judkins uh, dancing, (laughs) by the way. That's must-see. That's a must-see. Tell me we included him in that. Yeah, at Coach Judkins. Okay, yeah, good. If he hasn't seen this, he needs to see this. Yeah, I got tweeted at Shooter McJudkins. He's the best. He's the best. Softball, Sidney Broderick, West Coast Conference Player of the Week as well. For a third straight week, BYU plays at Utah Valley tonight. Baseball Wait. on BYU TV tonight. Yeah, softball is also on BYU Radio. We should mention that. Five Eastern, if you want to listen to that. Bob Bullo on the call. Bob Bullo. I told him, you need to transition to Bob, dude. Robbie Bullo. Bob Bullo. 
<laughs> That's got a ring to it, doesn't B- it? Bobby Bullo. Bob Bullo on the call. Men's volleyball still sixth in the latest AVCA poll. Two matches at Cal State Northridge this weekend. Bring it on, BYU Matadors. is ranked higher in the national polls than they are in their own standings. Whatever, man. Just went to at Northridge and then two against number one Hawaii. They finished the next season the right week. way at home. Yeah. On they, the they, BYU TV and BYU Radio. They finished the season the right way. Okay. Now, the college football soda metaphor that we have been promising to you for the last 40 minutes or so. Quite the buildup. Jeremy and I have, we've had this discussion a few times, actually. It's like a, a lunchtime convo. Along with our These producer, Ben Bagley. Yeah, yeah we, we've gotten some good laughs out of it, but we feel like it will resonate. And so, first of all, we have likened all P5 conferences unto Coca-Cola. Okay? Major brand. Power, Everybody knows co- power soda. soda. Okay? The Coca-Cola brand is everywhere. Money, tradition, power. Spirit, honor. Now, Notre Dame, we feel, is like Pepsi. Little different. Everybody still knows about it. Popularity high and full of money. Okay? So, we have Coca-Cola, P5 conferences, Pepsi, Notre Dame, the other team that's independent, but really mostly a P5. So what is Brigham? What is BYU? How about this? Caffeine-free Diet Coke. Close. Which you can find on campus in abundance. But not quite there. Doesn't have the pop, the caffeine. I see what you did there. Or the money that Coke and Pepsi do. And doesn't carry quite the weight. The calories that a P5 does. It works. It's just too corny. Uh, <laughs> okay, now I I was thinking of this. What, uh, yeah, what soda is BYU if it's not caffeine-free Diet Coke? I get where, I get where you're going. If we broke down it, all the different schools by sodas, I would go BYU with Squirt. <laughs> it's a little different. Everyone knows what it is. Some people <laughs> like it. Some people can't stand it. Uh, BYU is Squirt to me. What do you like? Do you like Squirt better, or do you like caffeine-free Diet Coke? And, and, and I had a friend last night tell me, I brought over Squirt to a watch party, and he said, you brought Squirt over. That must mean it's close to summer, because no one drinks Squirt in the winter. Okay, here we go. And I thought, what? Some fantastic yeah. tweets coming in. Okay. At in 21 Dr. Pepper, it is also an independent brand. Okay. 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 I, I want to read the next one, because it's a Brazilian drink. At Cox Web Dev. Guarana. That's a fruit. <laughs> Completely different, yet original and refreshing. A lot of the audience right now is like, what's Guadana? I love this next Guadana, one so it's fantastic. Much because Brazilian. I actually drank this, and I remember it. At Josie Elisa. Michael Elisa's brother. Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> back in the day, good times ahead, if they just bring it us back. Yeah, what was popular in 84? That's the soda that BYU needs to be. Orange Crush. <laughs> so, someone said... Uh, like a Sierra Mist soda. Wasatch Mist. Apple, At, yeah. apple beer. <laughs> apple which is beer. my favorite soda. <laughs> At GK Thurston. Whatever they are, it'll be caffeine free. Yes. 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 Nailed it. Had to, had to get it there. And, and, and in line with that, at Big D Dan 11 says, I'd go with caffeine free Dr. Pepper. Okay. Always on the verge of greatness and in the public's eye, but oftentimes forgot about <laughs> from the conference. <laughs> it's, a, it's an equivalent. Is, is BYU RC Cola a. You know, Coke equivalent, <laughs> a Pepsi equivalent. Are they tab? <laughs> yeah, the, the ACC is like, yes, we acknowledge that RC Cola is, in fact, a cola type. <laughs> you are a P5 equivalent. You will fill, yes, yes, you, you will fill the quota for us of 
of uh, <laughs> this game against us. At Alex Long Nine, Coke Zero, all the qualities yeah. of Coke with right. none of the benefits. Naturally, it's BYU, so there has to be some. There has to be caffeine free or Diet Coke or something weird, right? What's the, yeah? I what's love the, all of you. What's the you honor code element? All awesome. Very we nice. Have very clever, witty followers. Does no one agree with me on Squirt? Squirt. Squirt. <laughs> squirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Play the cricket sound. I'm calling three in the key on that one. <laughs> It's not like there's a crowd to respond. <laughs> uh, we have a crowd. We need, it's I know. on the Twitter machine. I know. I asked a question, and then they reference crickets. That's a sound. No one's going to make a sound. <laughs> With the generous support of the Cougar Club, <laughs> BYU 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation and drink more caffeine-free diet. Yeah, what are, what are they drinking? No, learn, mo- learn more at cougarclub.com and welcome to the All club. Right. The following play is under review. Mitt Romney nailing his ESPN bracket, but not picking BYU. What? what? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan coming to you live from Studio B. Got tons of stuff on the BYU broadcasting for you tonight. Five Eastern softball takes on Utah Valley on BYU Radio. And then later, 8 Eastern time, you can watch BYU and Utah Valley baseball. BYU TV, uh, 8 Eastern, BYU-Utah Valley as well. So 5 Eastern, 8 Eastern, softball, then baseball. Why or why not do you consider BYU a P5 program? That is our Twitter topic today. At MV Craig says, national program, of course, routinely ranked in multiple sports, more P5 than half of the P5 teams out there. That's what's frustrating is BYU brings a ton to the table, and you brought up some of those teams that are lower-tier P5 teams sure. that are still getting the money. That's not the argument at all. It doesn't, it's, doesn't make it fair, but right now, BYU technically is not a P5, even though they're trending towards being included in that discussion. Discussion's nice. Action is better. Yeah. Let's be in a P5. Huh? Let's play After Further Review. After Further Review. On BYU Sports Nation. Man, it's been a while since we've done this. Feels, feels good to be back in the power jersey. Is these, is, have these jerseys have been clean. They smell, man. Well, that's your fault. Who you, did Brian Logan mine use this smell, one last time? Mine smells fantastic. Right. <laughs> Here's how it works. Jeremy and I throw out a scenario. And then we review the play and make an official ruling. Because we have all power in the referee jersey. Number one. The following plays are under review. Number one, Mitch Matthews says he still needs to prove he's elite. Now, of course, I'm naturally going to side with Mitch Matthews. So after further review, <laughs> touchdown. Mitch Matthews knows what's up. Yes, it's an awkward question for him to answer, but he's got stuff to prove on the field first. And guess what? In September, we're going to know if he's elite or not with that schedule. So I, I go touchdown on Mitch Mitchell Matthews. Let's let's rediscuss this. I am calling after further review. Intent to deceive. Are you a WCC official? Intent to deceive, which is a real call apparently in college football. BYU fans know all Ask about it. Max Hall. Mitch Matthews knew exactly what he was doing. Okay, he's not going to call himself elite, but in his mind, with the things that he said, he knows he is elite. He's smart. He doesn't want people to think about that. Hey, He's smart. Me. He knows Le- he has to prove it on me, the field. Leave me under the radar. I will dominate when it comes to the actual football games. Dominate. After further review, intent to deceive, five-yard penalty, Mitch Matthews is elite. Number two. 
Colton Mahoney throws 141 pitches in one game. <laughs> Whoever the uh, the play 60 kid is, that's Colton Mahoney right now. Uh, going, oh my goodness, excessive, this is a new call, excessive arm use. 141 pitches? We have to ask Mike Littlewood about this tomorrow. He'll be on the show. <laughs> Why would you keep him out there for 141 unless his arm can handle it? I mean, long term, you, you wonder. This, this is like Vern Law back in the day with the Pirates said he threw back-to-back extra inning games. In two what day, in know, the world? Like crazy stuff. He must have cr- a crazy rubber arm. For him to have this. So, so after further review, I go excessive arm use. After further review, I'm going to give a yellow caution card to Mike Littlewood. Oh. To not do this very much. Okay? <laughs> and, and we're going to ask him about this tomorrow. You can bring up the yellow card tomorrow with Mike Littlewood. You bring it up. You gave I will. It to He's him. a good sport. Yellow card to Mike Littlewood. A caution to just be careful because Mahoney is an absolute stud. But how many times can a guy like that throw 141 pitches? If he does it only once this year, great, it, w- it was worth great. it. They needed Success. it. They probably needed it to win that game. They won 3-2. Number three. Mitt Romney kills it with his NCAA bracket. You need to get on your whistle game. I'm on my whistle. It's called a crescendo oh, okay. with the whistle, oh, okay. WCC ref. Mitt Romney nailed his bracket. He was in the 99th percentile. Which is fantastic. However, he did not have BYU advancing. He got his undergrad at BYU. I'm going to call unsportsman, unsportsmanlike conduct on the Romney. <laughs> After the celebration. Who yet again is in the 1%, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, you know what? Touchdown, Mitt Romney. He, again, it's beyond fandom. If you want to win your bracket, you have to take your heart out of this thing. I cannot... Take, I cannot take BYU in my heart away! Clearly, Mitt Romney can. He was a presidential candidate. You don't oh, think I, that there were some things that he preferred, but he knew, like, you know what, it's just not going to work. And that didn't work for him that time. But in the bracket, it worked. <laughs> You're right. You were right. I see it through the blue goggles. Touchdown, Mitt Romney. As much as it hurts that he didn't advance BYU. Number four. Wisconsin coach Bo Ryan's post-game referee bashing. Charge! Going this way. You can't call out the refs. You can't call out the refs after you lose a game. You just look like a poor loser after the game. There were there are calls that go both sides. I know it's Duke, and it seems like they get every stinking call every year because they flop. And and the ball went off uh, Justice Winslow at the end after review, and they didn't see it. That just stinks. But guess what? Make more shots. Play better defense. Don't have a shot clock violation in the last minute of the game. <laughs> Charging! <laughs> I'm the WCC the, official. You're you right. The WCC At WCC <laughs> officials, what's up? They they tweeted me the other day. Bo Ryan's comments. You know what? I say play on. After further review, what? Call stands. We move forward. However, I'm going to give a red card to Greg Gumble of CBS Sports, who I don't think heard what Bo Ryan said. And after right after Always he got done dissing the feed. referees, Greg Gumble, broadcaster, says. Always classy in his comments and a classy, a classy losing effort. Did you listen to what he said? Sometimes the producers talking to him, they don't hear. Red card, Greg, Greg Gumble. Yeah, but you're you're still an elite <laughs> broadcaster. Bo Diddley Tech wasn't that his brother that said it? Yeah. Next, which BYU softball player continues to dominate?
BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Yep. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Baseball. Colton Mahoney earned the Louisville Slugger National Player of the Week Award with others, as well as the WCC Pitcher of the Week. After his 15 strikeout performance against Portland, Cougar Sos Utah Valley tonight on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 8 Eastern Time. Follow Jerem at WCC Officials. Nat. <laughs> Three Pete for BYU Softball Sydney Broderick, West Coast Conference Player of the Week for a third straight time. Last week, three doubles, three homers, and nine runs batted in tonight. The Cougars play Utah Valley and Orem, 5 Eastern on BYU Radio. Golf. The ladies finish up playing the Wyoming Cowgirl Classic today. BYU was fifth out of the 22-team field after Monday. Not bad. That's not bad. That's 22? Nice. Cowgirl Classic. Mike Littlewood just received a yellow card for me. He'll be one of our future guests tomorrow, (laughs) as well as Johnny Linehan. Is he the punter or not? We're going to ask him. And Shaquille Walker of BYU Track and Field. Shaq loves Shaq Walker. Dude, if you have not experienced the Shaq Walker, treat yourself. Okay. Treat, treat yourself. Treat yourself. All the Parks treat and Rec fans are like, treat yourself. He's gonna give me Tom some Haverford. T- he's going to give me some tips on how I'm going to run my 4940 effectively. Sometimes there are no tips for this kind of thing. <laughs> you only fuel my fire. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help When You Need It Most, DexterLaw.com, and it goes to... Colton Mahoney. What a performance, and we've highlighted it throughout the uh, broadcast here, throughout the show. 141 pitches. We will ask Mike Littlewood tomorrow. Why'd you leave him in? 141, man. <laughs> hey, it paid off. Yeah, no, it was It worth paid it. off. They won, 3-2. He, uh, yeah, that arm, I wonder about that arm. I just really do. Why or why not do you consider BYU a P5 program? At Mr. Blue Goggles says they are as good as many P5 schools but I'll wait to consider them one until their Big 12 invite. Amen, brother. Let's hope it's the Pac-14. Thanks to Jeff Judkins and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYUsportsnation.com. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Crystal Pepsi and Jamison <laughs> Frazier. BYU Sports Nation back to work tomorrow at noon Eastern. You're out of here!